The city of Detroit is on track to count fewer homicides this year than it has in nearly 60 years. Not only has the city seen a reduction in homicides, but also in carjackings and non-fatal shootings. The city says it's a result of the implementation of a gun violence reduction partnership that was set in motion back in 2021 following a nationwide increase in violent crime due to the pandemic. Now, one of the partners is the Detroit Police Department, and the man at the helm of that fine department is Chief James White, who joins us now on JR Morning. Chief, good morning. Good morning. And, you know, great news on those stats, but still work to be done? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we uh, are far from done. Uh, We're certainly not declaring victory. We still have too much violence in our community, but we are happy with the results so far. Uh, An 18% reduction in homicides when compared with the first 11 months of 2022. Then 36% reduction in carjackings, 13% reduction in non-fatal shootings. This uh, partnership is is doing a a bang-up job so far. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, I can't be more happy with it. And, you know, again, I've, I've, I've got to be, uh, acknowledge the, the vision of the mayor and uh, the uh, Wayne County Executive Warren Evans for, for recognizing that, you know, we've got a great police department. They're good at what they do, but the system was broken, the, the court system. And you get the, the partners to the table, uh, like the prosecutor uh, herself. I mean, Kim Worthy is in these meetings. And uh, I'm in the meetings, and the sheriff is in the meetings, and, and you know, we really rolled up our sleeves, the judges, and uh, and, and got this work done. It's, it's quite impressive to see uh, how collaboration works. Uh, Chief, the perception is nationally that um, violent crime is up and people are nervous. Is there something that happened here in Detroit that could go to other cities? I, I think so. I, I think the, the, the partnership is is key i know i keep saying it but it really is i mean when you look at what happened during COVID, you know courts shut down i mean you had uh, uh virtual court in in some instances uh, then that created a tremendous backlog uh and violent offenders just were not being held accountable uh, many of them were out you know either on tether or on bond uh, awaiting the adjudication of their case and, and and that adjudication sometimes took you know a lot of time and when you have that You've got retaliatory crime. You've got people who really don't get penalized, and so they're out recommitting crime. Uh, I mean, it's, it was it was a disaster. No, obviously, no one saw COVID coming, but the the impact of it in the criminal justice system uh, really, uh, I think, helped spike uh, crime around the country. And then when you look at the anti-police rhetoric that's out there too, uh, those things working together created what we see and what we saw. To, to Jamie's point about this disconnect between reality and perception, we, we know that we're in a political season. There's going to be people out there saying that your community is unsafe. They're going to fear monger because that helps them get votes. We have seen horrible things in San Francisco, in Chicago, in Philadelphia yesterday. A security guard was killed at a, at a Macy's uh, for, for stopping a, a uh, shoplifter. Uh, how much of... of the perception in Detroit is determined by external factors, most notably media attention. Yeah, you know, I, we need to tell our own story. I mean, Detroit, I still hear things about Devil's Night. I mean, we turned that around wow. years ago <laughs> to, to, you know, uh, Halloween and the D, which is now a very positive uh, event. We just don't do a, a good job of telling our story. Uh, and, and we're far from declaring victory against crime. I mean, we, we, we've got an 18% reduction in homicides, and I'm happy that 50-plus less families uh, will bury a loved one. I'm, I'm happy that, you know, 50 less families 
you know, will be be hit with that trauma. And 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 certainly when you look at the 13% reduction in non-fatal shootings, that's 100 less people shot in our city. If 10% of those, you know, listen, a, a non-fatal shooting is a failed homicide. So if 10% resulted in a homicide, you know, you, there, there you have another, you know, uh, significant number on top of our, 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 our homicide rate. So, I mean, there's a lot of positive coming from that, but we're not going to, you know, plant the flag of victory and say, hey, we, we've solved crime. We've got a lot of work to do. This is one approach. The naysayers are going to be the naysayers. Um, but, you know, again, we're, we're, we're just looking at our processes, we're looking at our layered approach, and we're going to build off of this in hopes of getting numbers down to what they should be for our community. Uh, our city deserves safety. Our community deserves it. They, and and let, let's be clear, it's also doing part to our community. Our community works with us. They help us. They give us information. Uh, and if we if we didn't have that, we certainly wouldn't be uh, looking at the numbers that we're, we're seeing today. Chief, you also uh, talk a lot about being transparent. And I know the department just launched this new policy of releasing these critical incident community videos. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's something that, um, you know, I looked at uh, a while ago. It's not something that, you know, we just came up with. This is a really comprehensive process. Uh, again, some are saying, "Oh, well, they, they you know, it's, it's it's in response." I don't, I don't know to what, but you know, we we desire to be transparent, uh, you know, with our community from the time I, I was an assistant chief, and this is just building on that. Uh, I went to uh, International Association of Chiefs of Police a couple of years ago, uh, saw what some agencies were doing, and then put it on our radar to to build on and see what would best work for us. When again this year. Uh, we've been looking at a couple of models around the country. One model that we particularly like is the LA model, which kind of gives you contacts instead of just giving you a video. It gives you, you know, a 911 call, which tells you if the officer had a legitimate uh, police reason for being in the area. So it, re- it reveals that. It shows you the officer's travel. It gives you a map of the incident. It, it, it gives if you've got in-car video that's actually picking up the inside of the car as the officers are preparing for the run, we, we put that out. And then once they arrive on the scene, it shows you the interaction, the first initial interaction with the citizen. Uh, so it's a lot of information. Um, we, we, we narrate it uh, so that the citizens know what they're seeing. And it gives you an idea of the entire incident based on what we know right now. I mean, these uh, situations are active investigations, so some information is subject to change. And, Chief, I got to ask you this because you know it snowed a little bit. Uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. There's a wintry mix today. (laughs) So I'm just – what's what's the latest on the uh, investigation into Dr. Devin Hoover and also Samantha Wall as well? Yeah, and so let me let me say this. I mean, when when it comes to inartful comments, uh, that probably goes on my, my my top list of things I wish I have said differently. Um, what I was trying to uh, convey is that it's summer, and hopefully by the winter. And, and next time, I, you know, if there's a next time, I certainly will will be more articulate when it when it comes to that. But um, the idea was that you know we're hopeful that we're going to bring closure to this case in a in, in, a, in a few months. And you know, th- there's no crystal ball. I mean, these cases are very complex. Uh, you know. We've got a, a 18% homicide reduction rate, but we still got 228 homicides, and that tells me that I got 151 or 50% closure rate. So I got about 114 cases unresolved, two of which uh, are the ones we're talking about today. But we want to bring closure to all these families, uh, and we're doing everything we can. We've got a fantastic group of investigators. Uh, we've got the Homicide Task Force, which includes uh, Michigan State Police, the ATF, working on these cases. 
the, uh, this uh, one case, uh, Ms. Wall in, in particular, uh, is running through our homicide task force so that we've got access and resources, uh, you know, from around uh, the, the state, really. And, and really, uh, the FBI is involved in this case, and they're, they're a partner in it. So we're doing absolutely everything we can. I have nothing uh, to report on uh, that, nothing uh, weather-related either, uh, that when we're going to close <laughs> it. Uh, okay. But I will tell you that we are committed. Uh, it's a very, very tragic loss for our community. Yeah, uh, and we're going to do everything we can to bring closure to this family. We are committed. We're focused. Uh, and any information that changes, uh, I will be uh, out front, as I always have been, and conveying that information to our community. Um, as it relates to uh, the doctor, uh, Dr. Hoover, uh, the same. I mean, this is, you know, uh, one part of the, the, the criminal justice process, and that's our investigation. And, and I'm often reminded by my detectives, Chief, please be careful not to, 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 to say too much, because here's what happens. We've got to complete an investigation, and I've got to turn it over to Madam Prosecutor Kim Worthy. And then she's got to do her work, which involves, you know, uh, signing the warrant, uh, impaneling a jury, and getting this thing done uh, and, and investigate. You get one bite at the apple. You don't get a redo, um, you know, uh, that's called double jeopardy. So yep. if we screw this up, right. uh, you know, we don't get to go back at it. So we're going to do everything we possibly can. We're going to dot every I, cross every T. Uh, we're going to be very selective in our words publicly about what we're, where we're at with the case, and uh, we're going to bring closures to these families. But I, I, I'm not going to make a date specific just to say we are working very hard. Chief, you, you, uh, you're plenty articulate. You, you suffer the sin of hopefulness, and in this season, that's not a bad thing. And we know you're going to make sure that every I is dotted and T is crossed, and that's the way it should be. Uh, thanks for your time, and uh, congratulations on some good numbers and on the work that continues. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys right. have a happy holidays. We you sure will. Too. Chief James White. When we come back, it may be one of the hottest food trends out there. We'll see if it suits your palate next.